0: maybe sketching out or planning, what do you feel comfortable playing? And maybe you should put like a goal and say, okay, I'm gonna post one video per week and then maybe two videos per week and maybe three. So um, posting consistently is very important, but you should also.
1: Welcome. This is not your average musician podcast with me, Isaac Hernandez, and the irreverent Dalton McLaughlin. <laughs> What's going on, bro? I get a different name every time. I'm
2: just like, I'm just like, what is? What am I gonna get called now? Got Dude, SAT, I get an SAT I'm,
1: word in there. I, I don't even know where that came from, bro. Can, but can I saw you. you. Can you please, de- can you please define the word? I'm gonna try, and this might be wrong. Like, it's just a vibe, and. You're putting me on the spot, but irreverent might be like when like you're a little feisty, like maybe you don't agree with me 100%. Oh, but we need to double check that because there might be somebody listening like this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. And that might be true. I'll buy it. That
2: that sounded pretty good. I'll believe you. If you didn't use the right word, you explained what I am, which apparently is feisty, which is new that is what well only, no
1: because we were texting we were texting we yeah. let's hold let, let's hold this we, we'll, we'll hold it we i only get feisty about. about
2: certain things <laughs> and it's usually things that are very nerdy i only get feisty about nerdy things but before we do that uh if you want to gain insight into the life of a professional musician and what it takes to succeed then hit that subscribe button we're streaming on all platforms as well as youtube please help us grow the podcast by leaving a rating and review on apple podcast it's incredibly helpful and we'll love you forever and ever and ever. And I won't like, be feisty. love you. Yes. Like <laughs> sincere, sincere. Uh, From the heart. Business, business, business love. love. Business, fan, music, whatever you want to call it. Yes. Yes, for sure. But so. apparently I'm feisty. And I only get feisty for a couple things. One is guitar strings. But that's not what we're talking about today are talking about so isaac and i were texting like we do pretty much every day and he posted something on instagram of him playing the dorian mode and i freaked
1: out i'm just like this. Is i was great. Te- i was teaching the dorian mode but like an easy way oh, to teaching. play dorian yeah.
2: yeah okay an easy way and i'm just like oh my god it's not the pentatonic then Isaac was like, "It's like the pentatonic plus one note." Well, no, like, you.
1: Te- let's be clear. I didn't put it's a pentatonic in the description, but you. No, no, you like, texted
2: me that. Yeah. You te- no, not no in the one, description.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dalton, just to make it clear, Dalton sent, texted me. He was like, "Oh, you posted something that's not the pentatonic scale," and I was big like, "Big deal, well, by no. the way, big deal." <laughs> well, the well, what I, my response was, well, no, it's really the pentatonic plus extra an extra note. And that's when you started to flip out.
2: Yes, this is and correct. This is yeah. all
1: checking the boxes. Yeah. So it's gonna it's gonna get nerdy, guys. Like nerd alert. Like if you're not into it, I did put timestamps for when the interview starts in the description, no, this... just just to let you know. But if you're if you're into this, or even if you're not, and just to see how um, this is what we do. Yeah. Well,
2: sometimes. Um. So. Can you make your case for the Dorian being a pentatonic with an extra note? I can one hundred
1: percent make a case. Okay, for we'll make, 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 but the here's case. here's the thing. I'm gonna make my case, but it's not gonna mm. fit in your classical brain. Okay, you have a square and I have a circle here, and it's just I know. I just want to preface by saying that it's not gonna fit in your classical brain.
2: One. Okay, well I'll listen and I will.
1: I appreciate. Be, be, fi- be feisty. <laughs> irreverent let's go back see if if we're not using it right where it's gonna sound terrible (laughs) but here um here is the case and it's more like a it's more like a framework or like because early on i was like why complicate my brain and you know what it has to retain with all these scales when everything i in my brain i relate it back to pentatonics because that's what i learned first and that's like the most popular scale outside of classical music for guitarists is a pentatonic. All the music I ever wanted to play has pentatonics. I was like, when I want, I was like, Oh, Jimmy Page, all Jack White, all these guys. I was like, what do they play? Pentatonic scales. So I learned the pentatonic, but then of course I sort of learned about the modes, the harmonic minor, the whole tone. And then that's so graciously Dalton today reminded me that there is an octatonic scale. Right without bro, getting the too whole, deep in those
2: whole tone, the whole to- who can leave out the
1: whole tone scale, bro? <laughs> right, the whole tone scale. My, I my uh, no,
2: I said octatonic as well. They're two different yeah. scales. Yes, both are cool. I would be on team whole tone over team octatonic. But that's That'd just be, me.
1: I would be too. No, I, I, I would be as well. The octatonic is like that's a tricky one to make sound good. <laughs> um, yes. Um.
2: Okay. So okay, I see your point, and I have a question. For you. That's so if with regard, because it was Dorian. Okay, so you changed the sixth scale degree. It's so like, that makes sense. What about Lydian, man? How do you relate that to the pentatonic? Lydian. Bro,
1: that's a major pentatonic. Just put a sharp four in there, bro. But the pentatonic leaves
2: out the fourth scale degree.
1: Yeah, and then you put, but then for Lydian, you just put the sharp four, boom. It's an extra note you're adding. Is it technically a penta so so still? no technically speaking i know it's not but you know what you're thinking? like this is how i this is how i tell students to get playing like quick bro it's just like hey just play the pentatonic add this extra note in there why you got to make a whole okay
2: thing about it? Uh, well okay hold on i got another question you're not off the hot seat all right okay so it I mean, makes
1: sense, I, though. It makes sense, though. Everything's pentatonic, okay, bro. I, you, know, you know, you're checking the
2: boxes. Do I agree with you? No, but are you making <laughs> a good case? Yes, so I can't be feisty. So, okay, so we're learning... You're teaching me the Lydian scale. Yeah. Right? And let's just keep it easy. C major, right? So the altered note is going to be the raised fourth. So F sharp. Right. So how... How would you teach me with that if I'm, I'm super good with my pentatonic? Do you say, play your major pentatonic? Like, what, what, what do you do for, you know, my brain, which is just, like, pentatonic, pentatonic, pentatonic?
1: <laughs> which is my but brain. I wanna, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I really want to play this Lydian mode.
2: I'm like, ooh, dude, Lydian. This is, this is the mode. This is the way. Like what, I have a counter
1: question. What note brings out the Lydian quality the most? The sharp four. So, just play your major pentatonic and add the sharp four in there. Just put an F sharp, just play everything else, right? One, two, three, five, six, and one. Just add the sharp four in there. You're good to your money, bro. And it resolves so, beautifully. It's going to go beautifully to the fifth, which is, you know, it's only a half step away from something that you already had because it's easier to grasp, right? You're already playing one, two, three, five. And then what? What is it to just lower that by a half step to add that note? It's nothing. But if I show you a whole different thing with two
2: additional notes,
1: dude. But yeah, but I'm I'm saying you. Know, but you see what I'm saying? Where like I can just group everything okay. into right. that okay. one category that I already know how to do. Because okay. I can I can play seven note scales. I don't know if you know oh, that. I, <laughs> okay. I All
2: right. Okay. 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 That makes sense. I have two more questions. Okay. <laughs> and the 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 second question it's going to be impossible to answer but i'm going to see what you say oh christ so, okay yeah you, you didn't know you're going to be on the musical uh
1: no now it's like sh- i should have wrote my textbook out yeah <laughs> Just...
2: <laughs> you're on the music uh theory hot seat so yeah. but uh so okay so we're playing that makes sense with like a lydian um so would you because if i were to teach somebody a lydian scale i would say all right let's play you know we we can really play whatever major scale and then just tell them so the fourth scale degree is now a half step higher and that's how we play it so it's just sharp four Mm -hmm. so if when you're teaching with that and somebody in the pentatonic world is it does it make sense to just say oh it's a step lower than that fifth that you play or is it kind of just like You know, or is it like out there and they get kind of scared when they hear the fourth scale degree? They're like, I didn't know that fourth scale degree existed. Yeah, because it's something
1: unknown. But I think it's I think it's fairly simple, not only for teaching it, but for me, even for me to just access it. It's like that because it's like you said, I play it all the time and it's only a half step away. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's how I that's how I think about like the Dorian when I'm soloing. Of course, you have the two in there as well. Like, I know that. But, like, if you really want, you know, the Ford chords coming, guess where I'm going? I'm doing, you know, one flat seven, five, boom, throw a six in there, you know. But it's like right in between those two that I always play. And one thing I was thinking when you said that, it's because the reason I think I do that is because my vocabulary is it's all pentatonic vocabulary, it's all rock shit. So it's like, for me to like make it something else because like classical musicians are going to use the, the modes are going to sound different they're not going to sound like santana you know they're, they're going to say debut see but exactly right exactly and like i don't know what to do with that you know <laughs> like if you t- if you gave me that like i was like what well, what do i do now so for me they they the easiest way to like and i do this with honestly with everything like Like my, all my arpeggio shapes, all my scale shapes, they're all pentatonics in my brain. (laughs) Oh my God. It's all, it's all pentatonics and just adjustments of the pentatonic scale.
2: Holy crap. I didn't know you and the pentatonic scale were that good of
1: friends. Bro, pentatonic is like close to being my fucking religion, bro. Like, you don't, you you don't understand what you started when you said that. Pentatonic,
2: (laughs) pentatonicism. I don't even know. (laughs) oh my god forgive
1: me for for i played a seven note scale
2: <laughs> this is this is a oh yeah this is the nerdy stuff that uh we are bringing today that's um, it all right so you you can pick i thought of an option so if you're teaching somebody the locrian or a whole tone scale is that just like that you know, you just don't play that stuff or like what happens then
1: what, you think I'm just going to stay away from Locrian because it's a little weird?
2: Well, it starts with a half step. And, like, yeah, where's the half step in your pentatonic
1: scale? It's right above one, bro, which we oh, play all the time. One, one fret away, bro. Okay. <laughs> Yo, that's, I didn't, you're not getting... Oh. Yeah, bro, that's... Locrian is, like, the coolest shit to play. There are like... Some of my favorite riffs are in Locrian. Like, uh, Juicebox by The Strokes. It's in... Uh, E-Locrian. What up? And then dude, it sounds so good. It sounds so good, but it's really just pentatonic. Okay. All
2: right. Okay. Okay. Then I'll take away the Locrian, Whole tone.
1: You got me a whole tone. I don't play I don't play whole tone shit, so There we can, go. Can we defer? <laughs> we
2: can defer. But see what's funny about the whole tone scale is it's the only equal scale.
1: It would that right? would be tricky to relate. That would have to be its own animal.
2: Yeah, but then it's kind of easy. It's just like every step is a whole step. And on guitar, that's easy, as well as on piano, like visual. Usually guitar is hard visually, Visually, but probably with the whole tone scales, maybe it, the it, easiest it, It's visual, pretty symmetrical. Like, play, play it on one string, Yeah, and you're just going to skip two frets every time, yeah. and then eventually you'll end up at the octave.
1: Yeah, which you just kind of want to keep going anyway.
2: Yeah, and what a perfect scale because there's only two of it. It's yin and yang, bro. I
1: you like start, how you, you love the symmetry of it. Just like, I know. <laughs>
2: You just need, like, you just need the whole, especially, uh, what's his name, Vicente Amigo, who shreds yeah. so hard. Dude, he throws in the whole tone scale all the time, and it just, it's dope. So, Team Whole Tone Scale, you can be on Team Pentatonic. We'll see which church gets more followers. The church we already of know it's going to be Pentatonic, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Come on. Uh, well it might may I might be wrong. Maybe maybe tomorrow I lose all my students. They listen to the podcast like yo, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. No,
2: no, you 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 made a case. Uh, I was just being difficult. I was being I feisty. Know. Um Irreverence. That was the word. Irre- that's me. Um so anyway. I hope I think that's th- a I, word. <laughs> I mean, you can you can uh, talk for a sec. I can fact check you here. You know, we right, have this thing I, called the internet
1: fact checks. What I was going to say is that I, I'm i trying to think in my head of how to relate the whole tone to pentatonic, but then that's just me being stubborn because then it's more workaround. It's better thought as a symmetrical scale. What do we got, Dalton?
2: Yeah, okay, all right. Um, I won't say feisty is a... Uh, like
1: is a little it? difficult, right? Like maybe disobedient?
2: Yes, it says, okay... I just looked up on Google. Free ad read for Google. Like, they need a free ad read. It's Google, (laughs) bro. From from us. (laughs) Anyways, Irreverent. um, It says, showing a lack of respect for people or things that are generally taken seriously.
1: Yeah, that was you, bro. You show lack of respect for the pentatonic scale. And I had to step in.
2: See, now in classical music, and then I'll, I'll end my rant. And when we think of the pentatonic scale, you know, you know, we're going. I'm going to go back to my boy Dave. You see here who would use it. You know, they uh, use stuff from like Gamelon music, so that's where they kind of learned to use pentatonic, because that's before rock and roll. You know, we go back into the 1800s, and they're just like, bro, do you know Jimmy Page? Like Jimmy Page, <laughs> it doesn't exist yet. The electric guitar doesn't exist yet, so yeah. that you know, they have to go to that, or it's uh, taken a lot from Eastern mainland asia as well yeah, like if you think of like yeah. a
1: but i think their the pentatonic Gujiang was different or, though no it's it wasn't no. the same notes was it the same scale yeah oh okay oh, i yeah. should brush up on my yeah like 11. the like the the like
2: guzheng or the which is the chinese version or the Kodo they they uh, tune it just in a diatonic scale kind of like the harp but there's no pedals and mm-hmm. then the little uh, kind of triangle things like move it around and they bend it so much pentatonic and they do the little string bends it's a pretty dope instrument if you're not familiar with it i'll send it to you it's cool
1: yeah i gotta it sounds like something i could get into these days
2: more pentatonic stuff It sounds
1: sounds great (laughs) i put
2: you on the hot seat but i uh i feel your love for the pentatonic scale so i'm sorry and you're welcome at the same time
1: Thank you. No, it was good. I I feel like I needed to get this out. It's been in there for like 15 years. I I had no idea.
2: (laughs) Well, we just unleashed the beast and tamed it. At the
1: same time. But rant over, I think it's safe to say. Let's bring on our guest.
2: So now on the Not Your Average Musician podcast, we'd like to welcome Nanu Viabla. She's an Argentinian metal drummer that's currently buzzing on Instagram with 56,000 followers. She's a member of a band called Artemisia. She works as a session drummer and she's sponsored by both Vic Firth drumsticks and Zildjian cymbals. Welcome to the podcast, Nanu.
1: And now welcome Nunu Villabla to the podcast. Such a pleasure to meet you. How's it going today?
0: Hi, how's it going? I'm really, really glad to be here. Thank you so much for the invitation. So let's see what happens today.
1: Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So let's just dive right into it. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, who you are and what you do, you know, for everybody out there?
0: Yeah, so I'm Nanu. I'm a 21 year old drummer. I started posting on Instagram last year more frequently, so I started gaining a little bit more followers. I started working as a session musician as as well, so I can say that I could could start my career at home thanks to pandemic. So it was a really rough year in that, um, in those terms of of playing gigs, you know, but it was really great uh, at the point of view of recording and, Doing it as a job at home, so yeah, that's a little bit of what I do.
1: Super cool, Dalton. Take it. Cool, cool.
2: Yeah, only a year. You're. We use a term. We say buzzing on Instagram. It's like I like hockey, and it means that like you're like doing like good things and like everyone's, it's like clicking and it, so it's cool. <laughs> um, but what I want to know is metal music. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think it would be like a typical go-to and you're just absolutely shredding so tell us about first like what drew you to the drums and then what uh drew you to metal
0: yeah so i always listen to metal and when i started playing drums i knew that i wanted to be a metal drummer uh, i know that more people get noticed for playing pop or maybe more funky stuff but i noticed that there's not much women in metal so i thought okay maybe this is the time that I should start shredding, as you said, and doing this more seriously. So I, uh, I got really impressed about um, all the people that supported me a lot. I knew that metal isn't like the go-to uh, musical genre that everybody listens to, but I got a really good um, uh, response from the from the people. So yeah, that was really, really cool and weird at the same time. <laughs>
1: Let me ask you, I'm curious, did you, how, what, how did you come up? Like, were you taking lessons? Did you go to music school? Were you just shedding, playing in bands? How, what did that look like for you to develop your chops?
0: So I didn't start playing drums, studying with a teacher. I actually learned everything by ear. So I started uh, studying as I should have done a couple of years ago last year. So um, I don't have a musical family either. So I don't know why I, become a, I became a, a drummer, actually, you know. But yeah, last year I started studying. And since I wanted to do this more seriously, that's why I got into studying and playing other genres as well. So yeah, I really want to get into metal, but not um, pay attention to other things because it makes you grow as a musician as well, you know.
1: Yeah, that's super interesting because that's kind of like a fast, um, growth, I would say, you know, many people start like, you know, from musical families and things like that or, or, or younger, you know, that's really impressive.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, can you, we, we saw that you were sponsored, right? By, uh, Vic Firth and Sildian, um, Can you tell us how that came about? I mean, that was super dope. I was like, oh, man. And, you know, congratulations, (laughs) one. And then, two, tell us how that happened. How would you go about that? You know, because a lot of people are curious about, like, how to go about getting sponsorships and things like that, you know?
0: Cool. So, it was, like, I thought it was a joke when I got the message from... Uh, Relations manager called Eric Ross. So he works for Sojan and Vic Firth. And he just messaged me through Instagram. He gave me his email and we started talking. And he suggested me the idea of being a Vic Firth and Sojan artist. And it was pretty forward, you know, the contract. And okay, let's announce you and we'll give you anything you want. So that was super crazy because in Latin America, that doesn't happen that often because. It's really difficult here um, importing stuff from huge brands, so I couldn't believe it. And how to get sponsors? Well, I noticed that having obviously a great public and a lot of followers helps you a lot, but I think that it's really important to show yourself and do something a little bit different from everyone. As I said, there weren't that much girls playing a metal. so I think that I kind of um, got a little bit more notice for that because maybe if I was playing pop, I, there's a lot of great women and uh, men playing great. So I thought that that wasn't like a field that I was really secure. So I think that playing metal was uh, one of the things that helped me get a little bit more notice, you know?
1: Yeah, that was definitely, I think that jumped out at me when Dalton sent me your profile. He was like, Hey, we should ask her to come on and at first before even listening I thought oh she's probably gonna play pop and I'm like oh no she's shredding bro <laughs> I
0: was like wait what's going
1: on I was cool. taking my left heel yeah no it was it was awesome
0: plot twist
1: yeah abs- absolute plot twist yeah yeah cool uh so something I'm, I'm curious about
2: so first shout out you are our first uh like true international guest we've interviewed people who have come to the United States from other countries so like they're i guess a transplant but from argentina right Mm -hmm, yeah and what so there for getting into metal like what did you do you listen to bands from argentina that play metal do you listen to american bands because i know i'm backtracking a little bit but i'm just like okay like Mm -hmm. draw like where where did it happen
0: yeah so i started listening to metal because of my dad Uh, He never was uh, like a real musician, but he really liked it. So I got really into that genre and listening to a lot of American bands, um, a lot of European bands. And there are a couple of bands here that uh, are a little bit more famous. In Argentina, the metal scene is a little bit small. It's quite small. So it's kind of difficult to get really uh, noticed over here, but there are great bands. And I have to admit that there were a couple of bands that really influenced me and wanted me to play uh, drums. So, yeah, I got into this genre because of international bands and also bands from Argentina.
1: What are, what are some of the bands? I'm curious.
0: Okay, so um, I don't know if you ever heard about them, but maybe Carajo, Blancuatro, Rata Blanca. Rata um, Blanca for
1: sure. Yeah,
0: yeah they played with uh, Daria. From Nightwish, X Nightwish, uh, so there are a couple of bands that made it a little bit further uh, out of Argentina, but it's super local the the metal scene, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just had I had to check because I was like, there are some big Spanish bands, and I never get to talk about them here because nobody, mm-hmm. you nobody knows them. It's like, yeah, it's when I uh, go back home that you know that that's where those bands really really hit. Um, I had I had a question about you kind of spoke about it a little bit but you said you started posting consistently about like a year ago right and mm-hmm. it seems well we found you on instagram that's one and it seems that your sponsorship and other opportunities have come up on instagram so can you maybe tell us a little bit about that there and that's another thing that musicians always want to know is like how to grow on social media you know and, and things like that what would your advice be in that regard
0: Okay, so what worked for me is being organized. I wasn't that organized last year. I'm trying to be a little bit more this year, but maybe sketching out or planning, what do you feel comfortable playing? And maybe you should put like a goal and say, okay, I'm going to post one video per week and then maybe two videos per week and maybe three. So um, posting consistently is very important, but you should also... Uh, spice it up and add your touch, cause playing covers is great. But if you add your personal touch, I think that um, that gets people's attention a little bit more. So maybe you start like having like your own identity, identity, so people can recognize you a little bit easier. You know, uh, there are a lot of um, influencers, for example, um, El Estepario from Spain, that he had like his personal touch and. Uh, Grooves, you know, so you know him because of his playing, you know, so I think that helps a lot, not only posting covers or whatever. So finding your identity and posting consistently.
2: And shredding polyrhythms. That was the uh, video that (laughs) I initially saw, and I was just like, ooh, one against one, two against one. And then with the three, (laughs) four, I'm just like, all right, so, or sorry, no, it was, no, not one against one. I think it was two against three, three against three, like four, five against three. Yeah. So it was funny because you're talking about all this metal stuff and me, like <laughs> I've studied classical music. I was like, ooh, polyrhythms. I like those. Um, so that. Yeah, was-
0: yeah. That was really, really difficult. I saw the exercise and I said I had to do it. And it took me like a whole week to learn it, but it turned out kind of good. And I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I, I dug it. It was cool. Thank you. So, so something else that you were talking about um was being a session drummer so for somebody who let's say uh hypothetically speaking plays classical music and Mm -hmm. has no idea what it's like for uh people who like go into the studio do you get calls from the studio or how does that work for you
0: okay so before posting on instagram and all that jazz i used to work as a session drummer here in argentina um playing around with bands playing gigs uh the usual stuff so i was doing it like um not full time so with the pandemic i i bought um, a interface an audio interface and learned how to record and how to edit and all that stuff so i started promoting myself as a session drummer and working from home so um it wasn't that easy because I had no idea what a DAW was, (laughs) how to connect the microphones. It was uh, like a lot of things to learn, but um, I got really great response and I'm currently working as a session drummer. So um, yeah, I think you should like at first have the courage to just say, okay, this is my work. If you like it, uh, just contact me and let's see what happens. So that's how I started actually. A lot of people didn't even know that I had a band. So posting stuff about my band and how I compose music helped me a lot as well. Because um, as I said, playing cover is great. But if somebody wants to uh, hire you, you should post what you do with uh, your music.
2: Nice. Cool. Super awesome. You mentioned your band. Um, I saw the name. I don't want to say it wrong. So you can say the name of your band correctly and tell us all okay. about it and how that got started.
0: Okay. So it's called Artemisia. You can call it Artemisia. I think it's a character from 300. I don't know if you watched the movie, the two, the second one. And yeah, so it's a, a band that started in 2019 and I was Uh, Think about having my own band because I played in previous bands that weren't actually mine. So I started this band In 2019 with my little brother. He's now 17. So he's the guitar player and originally we wanted to um, To release uh, a full album, but as I said in Argentina, it's really really expensive So we went for an EP and that worked out very very good Fortunately, so we started playing gigs over here in Argentina, a lot of places. And when the pandemic started, we actually started um, promoting our music in different countries, and we had a great response as well. So we are now editing our first official video. So yeah, let's. I, I'm trying to think about the the date release. So. Yeah, uh, the pandemic made things really, uh, really hard and we didn't uh, keep maybe rehearsing as often, but well, we're starting to uh, activate again the band. So yeah, so that's how it's going so far.
1: That's awesome. I'm looking forward to that. And also like, I'm guessing you guys want to tour like once this whole thing is over, no?
0: That would be awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Can I, you spoke, again, you spoke a little bit about this, but can you tell us, I'm curious about what the music scene is like in Argentina. And uh, I know you said that metal scene is small, but like, is everybody, at least in my bubble, cause we're in New York. Mm-hmm. Well, he's in, Dalton's in California, but he was in New York for a long time. Like everybody wants to come here. Everybody wants to be here. And yeah. then like, so I'm, we're kind of like used to this music scene. And then, you know, what is, what's it like over there? Are there like gigs? What kind of gigs are there? You know, that kind of stuff.
0: yeah. So, as I said, a metal scene is kind of small, but there are local bands that play more indie rock that are huge over here. I don't know if you ever heard of Sola Oh, I but, love Sola uh, Yeah.
1: Great. Awesome.
0: So, there are a lot of bands that made it internationally, um, but that's not, like, the kind of music that I really like, yeah. but <laughs> it's, like, the mainstream rock music yeah. over here. So, there are a bunch of a lot of bands that sound kind of sim- similar um and they are kind of solo and uh i don't know if you know a lot a band called los redondos that's a huge huge band over here so if you're more into indie rock you're you're um maybe more fortunate and you can be in the radio you know but over here you just have to play gigs small gigs and maybe have like more contacts and start, I don't know, getting in touch with um, bigger bands. So it's not that simple, but I know a lot of bands that made it over here. So it's really difficult to get out of Argen- the Argentina bubble, you know, to do it more international. That's the difficult thing.
1: Yeah, well, that's I mean, that's cool, though, that, you know, a lot of musicians that are getting there because here, it's almost the opposite it's like i know a lot of musicians it's so saturated that the majority it's just like we're playing they're playing local but it's so hard to just break through you know like you really gotta hack at it for a while and even then it is yeah because it's just everybody's here and everybody's so good so it's just you know it's gonna the the bar is very very high
0: yeah you have a lot of great bands you know (laughs) so i I really think that's difficult over here over there. sorry. so yeah, here are great bands, but there are um, very a few, only a few. so that's the difficult part to make it international.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. but maybe a little a little more room to kind of like start wiggling yeah. in, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it is kind of difficult.
1: I have a side question. You said that
2: your play and the band with your brother, who is on who more to practice? As you said, you're you're the um, older sister. Are you you're yeah. like the boss, and you tell him you're like, all right, we're practicing this. Or does he get on you for yeah. practicing?
0: I'm I'm kind of bossy. I'm kind of bossy, actually. <laughs> I have to admit that. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's a great composer. Um, he he isn't playing guitar for that long, so he was like, I'm not gonna practice any covers. I'm just gonna play what comes to mind, and he's just has a lot of ideas. So he did like a lot of the work of VP. He came up with all the riffs. So yeah, he's little, but he has like a lot of creativity. So yeah, I have to be a little bit bossy and maybe tell him, okay, let's practice to this or that, but he's great at what he does.
1: That sounds like a great combination, like the creative one and then the one that like reigns there because... Yeah, the creative one just he'll write riffs all day. I write riffs all day, but then you know, I can't put anything out. I need you know, you need the discipline yeah. to like, yeah,
0: I'm super disciplined and kind of square sometimes, you know? <laughs> so yeah, it's great because it's a great um duo, you know, so yeah. it's cool. And he's my sibling, so I can say. Tell him whatever I want any day, every day, twenty four seven.
1: He can't. He's family. He, your family. He can't walk out on you, right? He can't quit the band.
0: That's that's right. So he has to play with me, or his butt is out of hit the house. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's awesome. Any hey. anything else for you, Dalton?
2: Oh, okay. I yeah, I thought of something else. So two things actually. One is lionel messi the biggest of a deal down there as he is in the rest (laughs) of the world he is so he's like the biggest star
0: sorry but yes (laughs) yes he's like the (laughs) national
1: treasure of argentina yeah yeah Yeah,
0: and maradona passed away recently and everybody was going nuts over here so yeah maradona and messi are like gods over here don't ever say something bad about them because people are gonna go crazy
2: yeah, I was actually amazed. So I, I uh, really like flamenco music and oh, all the guys in Spain were posting about him. And I thought at first, I thought like a flamenco guy died. And I was like, I'm pretty sure this isn't flamenco artist. <laughs> I was like, wait, he's a soccer player. Like, <laughs> So I was just like, a li- not like confused, but I'm just like, okay. Because, you know, some of the guitarist guys are getting older. And I'm like, I n- this isn't a guitarist. And I was just like, oh yeah, this is the <laughs> soccer dude. So yeah. I thought it was. something that I know in the Spanish speaking world of music I'm like well if it's a big deal over there it's a big deal everywhere (laughs) so yeah yeah it's a big deal here cool
1: yeah Yeah, go ahead
2: oh and then it's summer because you're on a you're in the different hemisphere I just realized I was like thinking I was just like is it like here like we're always like December is like the big month of like snow and fun and mm-hmm. Christmas and like kind of stuff like that and I was like it passed my mind like midway talking to you I was just like wait a second it's really hot down there right now right yeah
0: it is kind of hot not that hot as some summers ago but yeah I'm with uh how to you say um fan, fan. conditioner fan. yeah conditioner yeah so it's pretty hot you know this outfit is not because i wanted to look sexy but it's because i'm really <laughs> hot <laughs> so, no yeah. i
2: thought i thought it was funny because i was thinking of the song like i'm dreaming of a white christmas i'm like that probably has never happened down there no, unless it I, I, snows in the winter you know i mean snows no. in the summer and it's winter up here but
0: <laughs> yeah no no snow over here uh unfortunately we don't have snow in buenos aires but more uh, south of Argentina, there is snow. So it has like a lot of climates over here.
1: You're not missing anything. We get snow up here and it's it's ter- <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, you, you're 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 doing fine. We're um, doing fine. Yeah, <laughs> to uh, to to start wrapping up, we um, if you had anything to say to a female drummer that was maybe looking to get into the scene, you know, maybe a little bit younger thinking about doing this what would you say
0: so what would i say i would say that you have to be confident and not feel like a different creature you know you're a human being and you have two hands to feed and you can play whatever you like as men do so um i think that a lot of men are more are like accepting a little bit more the fact that Women are playing drums uh, like everyone else, so it's not a huge deal now, but if somebody comes to say, say that you shouldn't play metal or you shouldn't play drums, don't even pay attention to them, and uh, you should surround yourself with people that really encouraged you and inspire you to play, you know, so that would be my advice, nothing too crazy. Be confident and do what you want.
1: Love it, yeah. Uh, yeah no that's great advice it sounds fantastic you have anything else Dalton? before we get going
2: oh uh well we'll put it in the description but just for people that are when they are listening where to find you um what's the best one uh you're buzzing on tiktok on instagram (laughs) the band but let's hear it from you
0: yeah so my socials are all the same nano n-a-n-u uh I don't know how you say it, like um, the little... The dash? Guion. Yeah, dash. Yeah. Dash Vichalva. It's too la- la- Latina. V I L L A L B A Yeah. So that's my socials on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. And Facebook at uh, Facebook as well.
1: Facebook. We haven't heard of Facebook drop in a while. Cool. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and we'll put everything in the
1: in the description no that's all that's great we'll put everything in the description and uh, Nanu thank you so much again for coming on and dropping knowledge and sharing your secrets with us and with our listeners we really appreciate it
0: thank you so much for the invitation I'm really glad that I'm actually the first international drummer to be here so <laughs> thank you so much and I hope you have a great one
1: and that was Nair, Villabla, everyone. Um, the, she was really cool, man. I really, really enjoyed that conversation, man. She had uh, a lot of insight, you know, especially. Yeah. With, yeah, go ahead.
2: Oh, sorry. I was butting it. And I'm sorry. I was feisty in the beginning. I'm feisty at the end. Came during the interview. But uh, <laughs> so, no, what I was thinking is that it's cool and something that drew me to her because as I was talking like I saw the video of her doing polyrhythms, I was like, "Well, this is cool. Like, let's check her out." And I'm just like, you know, in metal, like a uh a female drummer in metal, just like that did catch my attention. She said, and like, it stood out. So it was really cool to hear how she got interested in metal. How there's a a big metal scene in Argentina. She listed yeah. all those bands, and you've heard of them. But I'm like
1: i've heard of like one you know one or two maybe but one or two more than me it's cool it's cultural it's just that there are latin american bands that are huge man and i'm talking like equivalent like led zeppelin in spanish or something not that they sound like that but like fame and like they're known throughout the spanish-speaking world you know um which for me was cool like i got excited dude because i never talk about those bands or that kind of music and uh you know but it, it was it was dope i um I like how intentional she was about like her online presence. Like, you know, cause she said she was like really disciplined. So that's like one note that I took away. It was like, all right, you know, maybe plan it out a little bit.
2: Yeah. It kind of sounded like, uh, when I was asking about her and her brother, there's a like the brother is the creative one. And then I'm like the disciplined one. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, it sounds like sometimes whether it's your sibling or a significant other, or you know your buddy that you do a podcast with. I was uh, just thinking that <laughs> there, there, there might be somebody out there who like brings out good things in you, who like yeah. keeps you in check. Yeah. Um. So again, whoever it is, it's always nice to have people that support you and are on top of you. And it sounds like she has both of that, and yeah. so that's pretty cool. It I really is enjoyed that
1: it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I also to backtrack just for one sec. It was I was saying like she so intentional about like using what you have what makes you what sets you apart because like she said oh everybody can do a cover or everybody could do this but how are you gonna do it you know that's like different and for her you know very she's like i know there are not a lot of women in metal so that's gonna be my thing and it, dude how cool is that that she got a pro she stood out so much that like she was approached by these like huge by this huge company you know she said she thought it was like a joke at first yeah you know and then boom she's she's like an artist you know for the brand i was like damn yeah you know, that's cool but so i, I should, should start, start standing post-
2: out. posting whole tone videos to instagram stand out in a bad way all right i want to stand out don't oh god <laughs> oh man sorry i had to bring that full circle yeah um, from the beginning part but I mean, yeah no she she stands out i know in my mind for like a couple reasons so definitely cool and it makes me think again i always relate things to the high school kiddos that i get to hang out with and just like you know like somebody who's like young and like high school or middle school like if there's a girl who's just like into like rock or metal and wants to play drums it's just like dude check this this uh this lady out she's killing it and that will make them think it's like more normal because like you know like some of the kids are always just like oh like like, for example, like a boy playing flute, they're just like, oh, this is like, do I want to play the flute? It's high. There's usually more like girls playing flute. And it's just like, mm-hmm. nah, dude, like check out this girl drummer. Like she kicks ass. Yeah. She's cool. It's so like she shreds in a band. Like, yeah. go ahead, play the drums. Who cares? So
1: fantastic example. I think, yeah, I think, uh, you know, even her advice at the end, like, you know, just kind of like, you, you know, do fuck it. everybody else, do it. Yeah. You know? Word. That was dope. I think we should finish on that note
2: yeah well before we do one thank you for listening um make sure that you uh if you're listening share it with your friends family um you can reach out to us and we will again just like the beginning we will love you business and musically and fan wise the whole trifecta yeah (laughs) yeah, just hit the dms i i look at instagram all the time now it's weird instagram's turning into like a business thing it used to be more for fun and now i'm like it's it's the business tool i'm on instagram
1: a lot these days bro (laughs) yeah i feel that but yeah
2: thanks thanks for listening thanks for supporting the pod we will see you on the flip side and peace out laters